What does it mean to disturb? To not believe in a status quo. To not believe that everything is as is. Having the inherent feeling inside of you that there is more to uncover. That greatness is waiting to be discovered. To disturb, to disturb is to become. It is the understanding that every single day is a chance to exceed the barriers of excellence. Knowing that if you are called to do anything, it is to be iconoclast. To look impossible in the eye and move towards it. No, to run towards it. You are more. You are a disturbance to conventionality, the epitome of greatness, an ambassador of iconoclast. This, this is iconoclast. And I am Chidi Amadi Ahaneku, the head of the Amadi Ahaneku family. Don't just live. Disturb. Sending shoutouts to shoutouts you. My name is Chidi Amadi Ahaneku, the head of the Amadi Ahaneku clan. And this, this is Iconoclaws, the podcast that is tailored for icons. It's always a joy to be here to record and to share my thoughts. It's really been a difficult time right now because I'm going through the process of actually planning for the next year. And in planning for the next year, I've seen that moving from one season to another, planning from one year to another is actually quite a draining affair. And not only is it draining, it's very eye-opening because I've realized though, we've realized, and this is my friend and I, that starting to plan for the coming year in that year is way too late or starting to plan in December is already way too late. So we've decided that maybe it's time that we start planning for the following year right now during October towards November, giving us time to really take the time to plan out our entire year from January until December fully. It's difficult, but I've seen that it is definitely necessary. Anyway, that's just where I'm at right now. But today I want us to talk about giving it all or nothing. I've realized that there is something that comes with giving something your all. Right? And it sets you apart. Giving something your all sets you apart in a way that nothing else can. Because when you decide or you make the decision to give something your all, you align yourself with certain characteristics that are needed to be the best. Actually, being the best no longer becomes the standard. The standard is to be the only one, to be number one. Well, I am a lover of history. I love history. And I love history because of what it teaches us of the future. But also I believe that the best strategists to ever exist have passed on. And we have to learn from these people. Because their strategies are the best. And I believe that it's because they constantly went into war. So battle strategies have always been tested. And looking at the frequency of the wars that took place, we see that it created a standard of quality 
for the strategies because they constantly had to test them. And when they failed, it was just a matter of doing something better. So it was a matter of trial and error. And that's why I love history. Now, looking at our history, I want us to particularly speak about Spartans. Now, the Spartans are the citizens of Sparta. Sparta was a city that was situated in ancient Greece, I think. Yes, it's ancient Greece. And they were most prominently known for their military power. They were considered one of the best military powers to ever exist, especially in that time. And were considered the military backbone of Greece. (laughs) This is funny considering (laughs) this thing that has been going around of how much how much people think about the, the, the Roman Empire. Anyway, to get back on track, the thing that made Sparta the most prominent military power was the fact that their entire civilization was based on war. And if not the actual battling of war during campaigns, it was also the preparation for war. So the entire civilization was based on how can we be best prepared for war. And we see that through the entirety of their lives. So when Spartans are born, the children are inspected. And if the child has any disability that would impede them from being the best soldier, the child was killed. But... Historically, this has been disproven, saying that Spartans did definitely save their children or they did definitely keep the children and didn't necessarily kill all of them. But if you were not the best soldier, then they killed you. At five, the children were also inspected again to determine if this person can be a good soldier. Then, if all of that has been done, once the child is able to speak... They were placed into an educational system that was called the agoge. And the agoge taught children discipline, loyalty, fierceness, and ethics. So, war ethic, right? And as the children grew, all they learned was war. And I remember... There's a movie, it's called 300, that covers the entire Spartan history, especially during their war with Athens. And in this movie, there's a scene where the head of the Spartans asks an allied, an ally force, and he asks them, or asks the soldiers rather, what do you do? What is your profession? The allied force soldiers answer, I'm a farmer, I'm... So uh, I'm this and I'm that. And he asks all his, and he asks his soldiers, Spartans, what are you? What is your profession? And they all say that we are here for war. We are soldiers. The entirety of their lives is centered on war. And that, that is the only way they became the best warriors in ancient Greece. Historians say that they actually dedicated each and every day of their lives to being better, to the preparation of war, 
war to them was not merely a lifestyle choice. It was not merely a sacrifice. It was actually a way of life. War was a way of life. We learn so much from the Spartans. Firstly, and most prominently, that you have to give it everything you have in order to be number one. And sometimes we think that this takes place only in, in an industry, that you're supposed to choose one career path and, and go at it with everything you have. And most definitely, that's what you want. But what I have realized is that not entirely. Sometimes you can also give everything you have in the little things that you are doing. It doesn't only have to be a dedication of everything that you have to only one thing, even though that will work most definitely because it's principle. The principle is whatever you dedicate your fullness to will manifest and make you great. That is just the principle. What we learn from the Spartans is that dedication and commitment to one thing or to a thing will then manifest and make you number one. How does this work? I've realized that we live in a society that has made commitment a sacrifice. But commitment, commitment is not a sacrifice. It's a way of life. And if you think of it as merely a sacrifice, it becomes, it becomes burdensome. But if you make it your way of life, it becomes who you are. Now imagine if the characteristic that makes you number one not only becomes a sacrifice that you make periodically, but it actually becomes who you are. Imagine what that would make you. You know, just as the Spartans were taught to be soldiers, we are taught how to live. Their regiments and decisions that are made that determine the trajectory of our lives. Look at the Spartans. All they were taught was to fight. And they turned out to be the best. It's the same with us. We were taught, sometimes not by our parents, sometimes not by the people who come before us, but by society as a whole. The community as a whole has taught us to be certain people because we follow certain regimens that make us who we are. We are taught how to live. Then if we are taught how to live, this then means that apart from any genetically determined disposition, everything is then merely a choice. Our personality traits are really just choices. We do choose to be who we are. We do choose to have values that shape our characters in one way or the other. Everything is merely a choice. I always say that many people make their chosen characteristics who they are. A person will say that I am a lazy person and that's just who I am. I am not a morning person. That's just who I am. I am not a person that goes to the gym. That's just who I am. We limit ourselves by placing ourselves in boxes of that's just who we are. Forgetting that who we are and who we want to be is merely just an autonomous decision. You choose to be the person you are. It's similar to the movie of The Matrix. You're put into this world, then someone comes and shows you that you have autonomy. You can choose to change how you look. You can choose to change your perspective of life, your predispositions to self-sabotage, 
your bad characteristics, your good characteristics. You can change because you choose to change. One of my favorite speakers, Jim Rohn, says, you are not a tree. You can change if you decide to change. So now that we've established that you can change and that your character or who you are is merely just a decision that you choose to make, then I want us to establish the topic, giving all or nothing. The reason the Spartans became number one was because they gave war all or nothing. They gave the preparation all or nothing. And not only was it a sacrifice, the commitment to being better, the commitment to being the best when it comes to war was their way of life. So it was actually their everything. And it made me think, what if we gave everything we do, everything we have? How would life be then? If your philosophy of living was based on the fact that everything you put your mind to is worth everything you have. And after you've made the decision to make that the philosophy that you live by, and it is not only just the choice you make when you're passionate, it becomes who you are, just imagine how much you could accomplish. Imagine how big you could actually be. Thinking about it gives me goosebumps. Because as I said earlier, imagine how it would be if the characteristic that made you not only number one, but the only one was your personality trait. It was who you are. I want to be the person that is known for giving Everything I do, everything I have. If I decide I'm going to wake up at 4 a.m. and go to the gym every day, I want to be the person that is known for going to the gym every day at 4 a.m. If I'm going to be the person that is known for building businesses from the bottom and making them 5 million, 10 million, 100 million businesses, I want to be the person who is known to give it everything I have. And we teach ourselves, the same way the Spartans were taught to be warriors, we teach ourselves to be warriors for the things we want. It is a habit. It is a habit to give everything you have to everything you do. That means that it is trainable. That means that if you dedicate your time to doing it, it can become who you are. And if you're going to limit yourself and put yourself in a box, I'm sure that it would be much better to put yourself in a box that defines you as the person who gives everything you have to everything you do. And that is the mentality I want us to bring forth. That as an iconoclast, you are well known for the fact that you give it your all. That no project will be approached in any other way except with everything. And that's something I've lived by for a very long time in my life. That if I am to go into an industry, start a business in an industry, or if I am given an opportunity to be one of the board members of a 
company, my question will always be, am I willing to give everything I have and to not only be number one in this industry, but to be the only one in this industry? And if the answer to that is not in the affirmative, then I'm not going into it. And I've realized that I had forgotten this. I had slid back and went into a time of complacency or a time of just giving the bare minimum, but that has to stop. And that stops now. So ask yourself, are you living by that philosophy? And if you're not, it has to stop. And say this with me. It stops now. It has to stop now. And that, that is our podcast for this week. I hope that this episode is helpful for you. I hope that it inspires you to go into the world and give everything you have. And every single day becomes a chance to be better, a chance to be bigger, a chance to dream bigger, but also a chance to give it every single thing you have and more. And as they say in my Igbo language, Dan, thank you. <laughs>